0: Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.
1: And you're on right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 radio network. Bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story hoping to convince you the reality is usually scoffed at and conventional wisdom is usually an illusion. We're live on iHeartRadio, on demand on your favorite podcast directories, and you can follow me on Twitter at RightNowJimDawes. You can shoot me an email at RightNowJimDawes at gmail.com or you can call the vent line and get something off your chest. At 772-245-0750. That's 772 245 0750. That's 772 245 0750. Friday, Friday. Well, we're going to cover all the, uh, all the highlights from last night's Republican National Convention held on the South Lawn of the White House. That really made the leftist uh, heads explode. But first I want to talk about the developments in the Kenosha County case of Kyle Rittenhouse, the Kenosha County district attorney, a Democrat named Michael Gravely. I've not been able to find out much information about him online, but he has filed five new bogus, obviously trumped up charges against the young Mr. Rittenhouse. He was arrested uh, uh, in Antioch, Illinois on Wednesday Everybody says, oh, he came from out of state. He had no business being there. Uh, 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 Kenosha, Wisconsin was the closest town of any size to this teenager. He traveled between 15 and 20 miles um, you know, to, to go over there. They say, oh, he shouldn't have had a gun. Well, maybe he shouldn't have had a gun because he was 17 instead of 18, but that is a, a misdemeanor. And uh, if he had not had a gun, he may be dead today. But prosecutors have filed uh, these five additional charges, one count of, in addition to the original count of first degree premeditated homicide, which is, I mean, it's entirely ridiculous. We've got video showing that these riders were chasing and assaulting written house how do you how do you fit a a premeditated murder into that but they've added one count of reckless homicide that is probably the count that they may have uh, the best chance of proving but I doubt that uh, one count of a, attempted intentional homicide that's where he of course shot the uh, the communist, uh organizer uh, who was holding a glock in his his hand, Kyle shot him in that arm effectively disarming him ha uh-huh. ha and they've charged him in addition with two counts of uh endangering safety oh and that one misdemeanor charge of uh possession of a weapon while under the age of eighteen. So we've reached the point of this country that uh, even if you're defending yourself, even if you're on video defending yourself from assault while you're running away, these Democrats will now charge you with uh, with premeditated murder, not self-defense. And uh, if that is the future in this country, uh, you can just kiss your freedoms goodbye because The right to self-defense is the most basic natural right that we have. You'll notice that this DA, Michael Grabley, has not charged any of the arsonists that have burned down large parts of the city of Kenosha. But Jim, you say, well, murder is worse. And so he charged the 17-year-old. Well, first, it wasn't murder. It was obvious self-defense. Second, if these arsonists had been arrested and Michael Grabley had uh, pressed charges against him, it's likely that these arsons would have stopped and Kyle wouldn't have had uh, to be there to begin with. GoFundMe has taken down Kyle's um, legal defense fund. We can't allow white people who are defending themselves to raise money on, on our platform. But, um, Kyle does have a legal team in place now. It's the fight back foundation of Texas. It was incorporated recently. One of the, um, founders is Lynn Wood, the attorney that represented Nicholas Sandman, and he says the uh, the mission of this foundation is to pre- protect and defend our Constitution on many fronts. And Kyle's defense is one of those fronts. And the, uh, the foundation, the Fight Back Foundation, will be taking donations for a legal defense fund. It'll be set up in the next day or so. And as soon as it is, I will let you know where to find that. Wood is not a criminal defense attorney. He is a uh, defamation and... Uh, and libel uh, defense attorney, or a plaintiff's attorney, actually. Um, so he is uh, sort of his his presence there is sort of scaring off uh, the the more um, careless, reckless news outlets like CNN and MSNBC from furthering uh, to furthering defaming Kyle Rittenhouse. The lead prosecutor, or the damn it, the lead defense attorney in this case is going to be john pierce and uh, mr pierce says that uh, the fight back foundation is the only approved fund for Rittenhouse legal legal fees he says he's seen a lot of other defense funds popping up but uh, this is the only one that is uh, legitimate i hope these others uh, will promptly uh turn over their funds to the the actual defense fund for Kyle. It's really unbelievable. You got him on video being chased and assaulted. Obviously armed, so these people were first first and foremost complete idiots. But he uh, he only fired on imminent threats and only when he had no other option left to him. So let's get to the GOP convention final night, night four. First of all, it was a spectacular fireworks display. I, uh, I don't know if you were able to stay up that long. The president's speech went on for seventy minutes, as compared with Joe Biden's twenty minutes, and uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you all the. Highlights from that speech. As I said, it came to us from the South Lawn of the White House, which had uh, the Democrats and their media mouthpieces uh, melting down. And I tell you the truth, I'm not very comfortable with using the White House uh, for a campaign either. But in these uh, these days where you're supposed to stay locked down at home, I'm not sure that uh, you can make a legitimate argument against it here's a clip of Yamichi alcindor the uh the faux reporter for uh, public broadcasting system
2: Yamichi, tell us a little about what we should expect to hear from the president tonight
3: well, first, I want to set the scene. The The White House has really been transformed into a campaign rally site on the South Lawn where I'm standing. The lines have never been more blurred between the White House and the Trump campaign. The president is expected to speak between before between a thousand and fifteen hundred people. I was not covid tested before I came out here. It's unc-
1: Well, what are you doing running around without a mask on then, Yamich?
3: clear whether or not the people who are gathering, who are going to be sitting very close together, whether or not they've been tested. There's no mass mandate. And I want to also pull up the fact that the president is going to be really delivering some harsh words to, toward Joe Biden. Oh, no, he's going, up, going to be the-
1: delivering harsh words toward Joe Biden. And they're they're sitting too close together. You'll notice that Yamiche never expresses the same indignation when these, uh, these leftists are marching shoulder-to-shoulder without masks in the streets, burning American cities. Once again, uh, the proceedings were opened by a a piece uh, narrated by John Voight, and he has done just a fabulous job, and the producers of the show have done a fabulous job framing the night. Last night's theme was The Land of Greatness, and here's what it sounded like.
4: Because it is good that if America ceases to be good, it will no longer be. It It is the goodness in Americans that informs the greatness of America.
3: the
4: The freedom to do what is right and good for yourself, your family. To reap the blessings of hard work, to accomplish dreams, to live securely, to help others, not by force of government, but by goodness of heart, where rights are not granted by government or claimed by identities, but are unalienable as members of the human race. Today, America's greatness is challenged by those with extreme notions, Defunding law enforcement as lawlessness abounds. Hateful rhetoric, telling you what to wear and when you can work. Limiting free speech and freedom of worship. Old ideas of socialism repackaged and redefined words. Let us restore the values that made America great. standard.
5: We will make America proud again.
4: A land of freedom of speech, of worship. We
5: will make America safe again.
4: A land of security and prosperity.
5: And we will make America great again.
1: A land of greatness. Just absolutely fantastic. They uh, they had a invocation uh, that was delivered by Franklin Graham, and he did a fabulous job. But I think maybe uh, the best call to um, God was delivered by Alice Johnson, uh, the uh, the the former three strikes you're out inmate the inmate that was uh, sentenced to a life sentence for nonviolent crimes that uh, that Donald Trump pardoned and then uh, used her input to help draft his first step act that uh, is aimed at criminal justice reform. And she did an absolutely fantastic job of, uh, of really acknowledging the role of God in her life.
2: The nearly 22 years I spent in prison were not wasted. God had a purpose and a plan for my life I was not delayed or denied. I was destined for such a time as this. I pray that you will not just hear this message, but that you will be inspired by my story and your compassion will lead you to take action for those who are forgotten. That's what our president, Donald Trump, did for me. And for that, I will be forever grateful.
1: I mean, um, the, the the stories from uh, a- actual people as opposed to career politicians and celebrities once again uh, was on display last night and was really inspiring. You know, Dana White of the UFC, he's not uh, – he's not <laughs> – an ordinary, working-class guy. He, uh, he started out as an ordinary, working-class guy, but uh, he is one of the president's big supporters in the uh, uh, the sports arena. Big-time promoter, and uh, he uh, has been a Trump supporter the whole time. We can't wait to see what's next. Yes, here we go.
5: Never give up. Never lose faith. Never, ever quit. Just keep forging ahead. Give everything you've got. Victory is always within reach
3: hey everyone i am dana white the president of the ufc many of you know who i am what i do and that i am friends with the president i spoke at this convention four years ago and i'm back because i believe we need president trump's leadership now more than ever Before the pandemic, President Trump built the greatest economy in our nation's history and created opportunities for all Americans like no one before him. Financial markets hit all-time highs, unemployment was at an all-time low, and we weren't facing the lawless destruction that now is occurring in a few of our great cities. It blows my mind. How quickly some of the leadership in this country has forgotten the critical role first responders play in our society. Police departments and other law enforcement, even some fire departments, have faced opposition from many in this country. But they are always the people who are asked to step up when things are at their worst and put themselves at risk. That has certainly been the case during this ongoing pandemic. Come on, America. Defunding these vital positions is not the answer. The first responders have always taken care of us. And now, more than ever, we need to take care of them. Well,
1: he's absolutely right. We need to uh, rally around our first responders. And uh, one of the ways we can do that is by turning these leftists to politicians, uh, uh, mayors, governors, and district attorneys out of office. If you see this violence filling the void left by police officers. Don't think that that's by accident. These, uh, these leftist DAs and I'll, I'll count Michael Gravley in Kenosha, Wisconsin, as one of them have purposely tied the hands of the police. They've turned violent rioters back out on the streets as fast as the police can arrest them. The mayors have, uh, have kept the police from securing their own cities just been amazing to watch, uh, disheartening to watch, disgusting to watch really. Ivanka Trump uh, was on the, the program last night and she uh, she delivered just a stunning speech in support of her father and the America First agenda.
2: But Donald Trump did not come to Washington to win praise from the Beltway elites. Donald Trump came to Washington for one reason and one reason alone. To make America great again.
1: You can tell uh, who people are by what they oppose. And the fact that the Democrat Party organized itself entirely out of, uh, out of preventing Donald Trump from becoming elected and then trying to frustrate his America First agenda when he, once he came to office tells you everything you really need to know. They don't want this, uh, this president to succeed because if he succeeds, they lose and America wins. So here's where we get to the point of, uh, Trump's highlights. There were a lot of highlights last night, but, uh, I'm going to focus on the president. We're going to take to that when we come back right after this message, stick with us. I've been working at Santa's workshop for a long time
4: and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill.
2: When you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can get a powerful Internet experience and nationwide coverage on the most reliable network. Choose the data option that's right for you. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Based on Root Metrics by IHS Markets Root Score reports 2H2020 of 4 Mobile Networks.
1: Well, the president, uh, he spoke, as I said, for 70 minutes. He was uh, energetic the whole time. He outlined what he had accomplished, what he would accomplish, and called America to its, its potential. Here's what his opening sounded like. Thank you. At no time before, have voters faced a... If you listen closely, you will hear... Um, horns and uh, uh, noise uh, outside of the White House grounds as the leftists that had surrounded the White House tried to disrupt the event. It didn't distract from the the president for one second during that 70 minutes. Thank you.
5: (laughs) At no time before have voters faced a clearer choice between two parties two visions Two philosophies or two agendas. This election will decide whether we save the American dream or whether we allow a socialist agenda to demolish our cherished destiny.
1: They uh, they apparently brought some of those uh, those emergency uh, horns, uh, you know, connected to an aerosol can, and uh, it quickly exhausted itself. So uh, they they were totally ineffective in their efforts. Here is the president talking about the uh, the effort in the Marxist Democrat Party to try to destroy our past by ripping down monuments, rewriting our textbooks, and uh, and basically vilifying everything that this country stands for.
5: Americans build their future; we don't tear down our past. Ameri-
1: You'll recall that Nancy Pelosi uh, took just the opposite. Point of view uh, in regards to these uh, these monuments being torn down by the violent left. The mostly peaceful protesters who are destroying our cities, spray painting graffiti everywhere, assaulting their opponents, ripping down
4: statues of George Washington. Just today, Nancy Pelosi explained that statues don't matter.
2: I don't care that much about statues. Shouldn't that, be done by a, respectfully, shouldn't
1: that be done by a commission or the city council, not a mob in the middle of the night, throwing it into the harbor? People
2: will do what they do. People uh-huh, will people do. do
1: what they do. You'll notice that while none of uh, the, well, very few, I should say, a couple of the, uh, the people that tore down statues were arrested, the vast majority of them were not. But when uh, people who disagreed with the Marxist Black Lives Matter movement turned to the streets and started uh, uh, covering up this graffiti that had been placed in their streets then these Democrat mayors and and district attorneys mobilized on a dime to arrest them arresting them for uh, expressing dissident views while he was celebrating uh, our legacy and the history of uh, our country, the foundations of our country, he said that, uh, well, he said this.
5: Over the next four years, we will prove worthy of this magnificent legacy. We will reach stunning new heights, and we will show that the world, for America, there is a dream, and it is not beyond your reach.
1: Yep. We have to live up to this legacy, but first and foremost, we have to preserve that legacy because if our children continue to be indoctrinated and brainwashed with this curriculum that they're receiving from K through 12 and at universities, then they won't know the legacy that they have been left. They won't know their, their legacy of heroism and freedom and free enterprise and opportunity. They will only know the legacy that the Democrats want them to believe, and that is one of shame and guilt and dependence on government. I'm going to play one more clip before we go to the break.
5: This is the most important election in the history of our country. There has never been such a difference between two parties or two individuals in ideology, philosophy, or vision than there is right now. Our opponents believe that America is a depraved nation. We want our sons and daughters to know the truth. America is the greatest and most exceptional nation in the history of the world.
1: There's no arguing with that. It doesn't have to be said, or it shouldn't have to be said, but it does in this day and age where the Democrats are trying their best to erase our history and subjugate our people. we got to run out to a break. We'll cover the rest of the convention when we get back, right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5.0 Radio Network. Stick with us. And you're back on right now with Jim Dawes coming to you on the Mojo 50 Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics and culture from an America first perspective. Well, the president says that this is the most consequential and important election in our nation's history, and, you know, we hear that a lot. We hear it every four years as people try to uh, drive their supporters to the polls. But I think a really solid argument could be made that this probably is the most consequential election in our history. You could, you could argue that uh, Abraham Lincoln's election or re-election uh, would have been more important uh, to preserve the Union. You could argue that uh, FDR's uh, election... To, uh, to rescue the American economy was more providential. But uh, I don't think America has ever been under such assault from within. Was it, um, was it Benjamin Franklin that said if America ever falls, it will not be from external enemies, but from domestic enemies? And that's what the Democrat Party has become. I'll say it if nobody else will. The Democrat Party has become a a domestic enemy of the American state, an existential threat to this country. Oh, it will go on. It'll still be called America, but it won't be America as was intended or as, uh, as has been historically. It'll transform this nation entirely, and you don't have to take my word for it. Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, they all tell you that they want a fundamental transformation of America. They don't want free enterprise and opportunity to determine your future. And any any um, nation that can give you everything you want, and they can't, but they promise that, are in, also able to take everything from you and that's what they have in mind i can't believe that we've got two generations of people that have been lost to the promise of america when all they have to do is do a cursory reading of history and see where the democrats prescription of socialism inevitably leads And the president talked a little bit about the oppression that always comes with socialism last night as well.
5: The far left wants to coerce you into saying what you know to be false and scare you out of saying what you know to be true.
1: That's the speech codes that they're trying to implement. They have already implemented on the vast majority of American campuses. And they're busy in the streets making sure that if you don't agree with them, that they will uh, they will assault you. They will burn your city, and they will destroy your jobs. You know, at one point in the president's address, he did something that is very impolitic. Something that that every other uh, mainstream politician has shied away from. And it probably wasn't anything that a political strategist would have uh recommended that he do he defended unborn he defended the right to life and he did it in a clear spoken full-throated way that left no doubt exactly where he stands it's going to cost him some votes because for a lot of people uh the belief in the right to abortion is a fundamental guiding principle for them but the president has not made a political calculus out of this he has decided to, uh, to, to stand for his core beliefs and the core beliefs of a majority of uh, American citizens at this point, and that is the right to life.
5: Joe Biden claims he has empathy for the vulnerable, yet the party he leads supports the extreme late-term abortion of defenseless babies right up until the moment of birth. Democrat leaders talk about moral decency, but they have no problem with stopping a baby's beating heart in the ninth month of pregnancy. Democrat politicians refuse to protect innocent life, and then they lecture us about morality and saving America's soul. Tonight, we proudly declare that all children born and unborn have a God-given right
1: to life. Ronald Reagan never did that. George H.W. Bush never did that. George W. Bush never did that. They made a political calculation that they could not speak up for the rights of the unborn. You know, since Roe v. Wade, we have come so far on this issue, and we know exactly how little babies in the womb uh, are Uh, fighting for their lives as these abortionists go in to attack them. And uh, I'm going to say it again, I consider myself pro-choice. At this point in our history, we have so many contraceptive options that you're completely able to make a choice whether you want to conceive a child before you engage in sexual activity. Now, I do still support exceptions for rape, because I am pro-choice. And if you take the choice away from the woman, she has no obligation whatsoever to carry the child of her rapist. But we need to uh, to return to a, a, a deep and profound respect for life. And we can do that consistent with, um, you know, reproductive choice. There is no... Into the methods of contraceptives available, it's cheap, it's easy, and if you choose to engage in uh, in sex outside of contraceptive, then you know what the possible consequences are. Are you might create a life, and what and that life deserves respect. So we're coming to the point in the president's speech now, where he uh, he took out after old Joe Biden, and there is plenty of material there for him to work with.
5: agenda is made in China. My agenda is made in the USA.
1: There are so many things that Joe Biden is vulnerable on that it's hard to believe that the Democrats so stupidly nominated him. I think they did it because uh, he he knows where all the bodies are buried in the Russiagate hoax. And it, actually he needs to be uh, elected uh, to keep from you know being subject to prosecution for his corruption in the Ukraine and China the president says again and again that if joe biden were to become president that uh, china would own this country and there can be little doubt of that do you really believe that joe biden wasn't aware that the communist chinese national bank was investing a billion and a half dollars into his son's start up venture capital firm if you do I've got some swampland down here in Florida I'd like to sell you. Here's where he talks about Joe Biden uh, being a vessel for the far left wing of the Democrat party. Stick with me here. Here we go.
5: If the left gains power, they will demolish the suburbs, confiscate your guns and appoint justices who will wipe away your second amendment and other constitutional freedoms. Biden is a Trojan
1: horse for
5: socialism.
1: He is a Trojan Trojan horse for socialism. He is an empty vessel. He is a spent husk of a man. He never had strong convictions in his 47 years. He always stuck his finger, licked his finger and stuck it in the wind and decided which way he was going to lead from behind. But, you know, (laughs) what's funny is people think that, uh, that Joe Biden, you know, uh, is saying all of these uh, these dumbass things because of uh, dementia. And he most certainly uh, is is not, his mental acuity has degraded a great deal. But the truth of the matter is, Joe Biden used to say a lot more stupid things than he does now. Because he says so little now. But Joe Biden used to be a walking, talking, gaff machine. That's why they've got him cloistered in the basement of his Delaware home. Actually, he he has uh, changed the venue now. He is now hunkered down in his beach house in Rehoboth, Maryland. They're saying he's actually going to go out on the campaign trail because, uh, you know, the Democrats are freaking out that this president isn't paying attention to their their lockdown hysteria, and he is out there on the campaign trail daily, nearly daily, president went on to talk about um, the Democrats' extreme agenda that Joe Biden will be delivering on their behalf.
5: At the Democrat convention, you barely heard a word about their agenda, but that's not because they don't have one. It's because their agenda is the most extreme set of proposals ever put forward by a major party nominee.
1: It includes defunding the police. It includes socialism it includes taxpayer-funded health care for illegal aliens and uh, i've got a clip here of some of these uh, radical speakers that the democrats put on their convention program they put them on during daytime so that only the uh, the the leftist true believers would be able to watch but they were on their program nonetheless
2: 2020 Democratic National Convention we're talking about abolishing the police we're talking about abolishing ice we're talking about abolishing prisons this future that we all want that we're all trying to build um, really is about the destruction of capitalism
4: many of the ideas we fought for that just a few years ago were considered radical are now mainstream America if you don't get your act together you can you may well go to hell
1: that was that, that was the democrats idea of a preacher he sounded sort of like uh, jeremiah wright but he was uh he, w- he gave the invocation and he said if we don't get our act together throw open our borders to anybody in this country or anybody in this world that wants to come here and take part in free health care that we're gonna go to hell if that's not a recipe for the destruction of this country i don't know what is We already take more immigration in this country than any other country in the world. I think all of the other countries in the world combined. But they insist that there be no rules, that there be no law enforcement on the border. We just throw it all open.
0: Why can't folks imagine a world without the cops? Why can't folks imagine a world uh, without prisons? I've never felt American. I don't know the Pledge of Allegiance. Those are not my systems. You may rise or kneel if you
2: are able for your preference. Into the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible. One nation, indivisible.
0: With liberty and justice for all. It is absolutely out.
1: This last uh, part, this is... uh... Linda Sarsour, Tyler, correct me on the pronou- pronunciation of her name. Linda Sansor, Sarsour. Sarsour, <laughs> who is a radical uh, Muslim that wants to institute Sharia law in the United States.
0: It is absolutely our party in this moment.
1: <laughs> Joe Biden can't stand up against these radicals. Hell, he has to take a nap after lunch. President, uh, well, we're going to run out to a break and then we'll hit these other highlights and then we'll get on to the NBA boycott. They're not playing for us. Oh, no. How will we survive? Stick with us. We'll be right back.
2: Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This
1: can be your closet.
2: Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva paper towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home.
1: You know, in that commercial, they talk about the Boston Tea Party, and these leftists are trying to convince us that the burning and destruction going on in America's cities is uh, is just like the Boston Tea Party. This country was founded on protest. They had taken uh, some of the uh, the tea by the East Indian country off that boat in Boston Harbor and thrown it into the uh, into the water, and that's just like destroying the livelihoods of people's business by burning their businesses down and destroying their lives. Work. I had some idiot on Twitter last night trying to convince me that, that, um, you know, property damage doesn't count because those people are insured. Well, first of all, a lot of property insurance policies have specific exemptions for riots, but even, even the, the notion that you're going to justify rioting by saying that people have insurance is so such a lunatic, idiotic statement. These people have built these businesses through a lifetime of hard work and toil. It, their families are absolutely dependent on it. Many of these uh, policies don't cover income replacement, so it's, it's, it's just wrecking their lives. And they're doing this They're assaulting police officers. They're burning buildings. They're assaulting anybody in the street that disagrees with them. In the name of social justice, that's their idea of social justice. That's not social justice. You know what that is? That's fascism. The anti-fascists are the most uh, Orwellian-named group in history, marching around with their masks and their clubs and their shields, Attacking people who disagree with them. They are the actual fascists. And they're communists. They are unapologetic communists. Joe Biden hasn't uttered a peep in condemnation of Antifa. So we're at the point in the program where the president turned his attention to the, uh, the number one weapon that has been given the Democrats by the communist Chinese and that the Democrats have deployed and weaponized to great effect against this president. And that, of course, is the the Wuhan virus, the Wu flu, the, the Chinese virus, as the president calls it.
5: And when the China virus hit. We launched the largest national mobilization since World War II.
1: (laughs) Joe Biden's always running around saying, well, this is my plan. This is what I would do. And then he ticks off a couple of bullet points, each and every one of which the president has already done months ago. Ramped up uh, the production of PPE, not Chinese manufactured PPE, but right here in America. Harnessed the the, uh, private sector to build uh, PPE and ventilators and testing capacity. And he has uh, used the deregulation of the Food and Drug Administration to rush um, treatments that have driven down the mortality rate of this virus to below that of the seasonal flu. And he has fast-tracked, of course, uh, the development of this virus, uh, this uh, vaccine. And I can guarantee you that when this vaccine comes out, the Democrats will will try to discredit it the same way that they discredited hydroxychloroquine. They will find those few instances where there are, are side effects, and those side effects of any vaccine can be fatal. And they will highlight that, and they will say that the president's efforts to rush this to market is responsible for it. You remember what I'm telling you, because that is exactly what's coming next. Here's where the president uh, highlights that, uh, that Joe Biden has a long history of colluding with China against American interests. He voted for the
5: Iraq war. He opposed the mission to take out Osama bin Laden. He opposed killing Soleimani. He oversaw the rise of ISIS and cheered the rise of China as a positive development for America and the world, some positive development. That's why China supports Joe Biden and desperately wants him to win. I can tell you that upon very good information. China would own our country if Joe Biden got elected. Unlike Biden, I will hold them fully accountable for the tragedy that they caused
1: all over the world. You know, it it just blows your mind when you watch Joe Biden still uh, being an apologist for China after they purposely mobilized this virus against the United States, and that's not in doubt. We know now that uh, they allowed international travel from uh, Wuhan after they had already... um, determined that the virus spread human to human. And after they closed down travel from Wuhan to other parts of China, this was not an accident. What happened to us? China did this to us and they did it to us on purpose. And then the Democrat party picked up this club that was given to them by the communist Chinese dictatorship and used it as a bludgeon to try to get back into the white house. This was a uh, an excellent clip from the president's speech last night.
5: The last four years... Let me try that again. We have spent the last four years reversing the damage Joe Biden inflicted over the last 47 years. Biden's record is a shameful roll call of the most catastrophic betrayals and blunders... Ah. In our lifetime,
1: <laughs> I want to play that again.
5: Roll call of oh, the most.
1: Let catas- me try again.
5: Biden's record is a shameful roll call of the most catastrophic betrayals and blunders in our lifetime.
1: He has spent his entire career on the wrong side of history. He has spent his entire career on the wrong side of history. He's been wrong, according to to. um is it Bill Gates, the former defense secretary? He has been wrong on every every national security issue for the last 47 years. He was a key reason that we engaged in the disastrous war in Iraq. You've got these hundred former uh, aides to George W. Bush and John McCain coming out uh, uh, endorsing Biden. That's why, because they have been discredited and uh, and banished from the Republican Party, and they have no home any longer politically unless Joe Biden gets there and they hope that they can worm their way back in to the war party. Speaking of war, here's what the president had to say about his record keeping us out of these disastrous foreign wars.
5: Unlike previous administrations, I have kept America out of new wars. And our troops are coming home.
1: That's because this president hasn't deluded himself by thinking that we can deliver Jeffersonian democracy to the Arabs or the Afghans. Those people have been, uh, that is their culture. We can't go in there and overturn their culture. I don't care how many bombs we drop or how many lives we throw away in those godforsaken sands. All of these wars that were started under the uh, under Joe Biden's terms were foolish. Absolutely had no um, valuable American national interest in them. Now, we needed to go in and get Osama bin Laden. No doubt about that. There was no reason to occupy Afghanistan and try to uh, uh, convert them. We spent trillions of dollars over there building their schools, building their roads. All they want is for us to get the hell out. And the sooner we get the hell out, the better. Not one more life should be wasted on that um, that place where empires go to die. The president then went on to the issue of uh, border security, which Joe Biden has made quite clear where he stands. He wants open borders, and he wants a magnet of free health care for illegal aliens to draw people into this country and fundamentally, as he says, fundamentally transform our nation.
5: In perhaps no area did the Washington special interests try harder to stop us than on my policy of pro-American immigration. But I refuse to back down, and today America's borders are more secure than ever
1: before. Do you know that the policies that this president has, has implemented, he's only built a few, I think, three or 400 miles of the wall, but he's built them in, in, in very high-traffic areas. But his policies of returning people uh, to Mexico to wait for their asylum hearing and, uh, and all of these other policies that were fought tooth and nail— by the, uh, the leftist judges in the Ninth Circuit Court have resulted in a 90% decrease in illegal immigration into this country. That is a huge number. You had to stem the tide so that the Border Patrol and ICE could, could manage to, uh, to, to turn off the spigot. I'm probably going to run out of time in this broadcast, and we're not going to get to the NBA's boycott until Monday. but I do want to uh, finish up here with the president's uh, his uh, finale.
5: I have done nothing but fight for you. I did what our political establishment never expected and could never forgive breaking the cardinal rule of Washington politics, I kept my promise. Together we have ended the rule of the failed political class, and they are desperate to get their power back By any means necessary, you've seen that.
1: Yep. That's what you see going on in the streets. Any means necessary.
5: They are angry at me because instead of putting them first, I very simply said America first.
1: That is it in a nutshell. In the past, the way political parties came to power is they would promise different constituencies the sun and the moon. They, actually, they would promise the American people the sun and the moon. And then when they got in there, they would focus on their, self, uh, their special interests, only to run on the, uh, the same broken promises four years later. This president, despite constant and savage attacks from the Washington establishment and the media, you know, it was easy to lose track as all of this was going on. Because uh, uh, we were focused on defending the president from these these bogus attacks. But during all of it, the president, while fighting back, was grinding away, um, delivering one promise after the next. And now he's at the end of his first four years. And we see that when the smoke cleared, he actually delivered on the agenda. There's not many men who would have been able to do this. This is because Donald Trump is not a politician, he's an an executive. Tireless worker, committed to to delivering on his uh, his goals. <laughs> Joe Biden says we have to restore our souls. We have to restore our souls. We're the party of light. His party, which controls the largest state in this country, can't even keep the lights on. But he wants to restore America's soul. I think we look we don't look to government to restore our soul, Joe. Well, that takes us to the end of this week. Of coverage of the Republican National Convention, I hope you'll come back again on Monday right here on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 50 Radio Network. Look forward to talking to you then.
0: This episode is sponsored by Schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm. Good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods, like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum
2: for details. Whether you're moving in together for the first time, this can be your closet